Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. And barbecue. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. The water shoots up and then it looks like he's slobbering uh, down into the lake. And that's the story behind it. It's really kind of cool. The sign says, don't get on the hog. But that's something for the critics to talk about. Y'all can't even ask a question. Look at this. The first time ever. Wow. I mean, I was ready for the question. I don't think y'all were, though. I got a text from Quavo. Wait, a lot of people in this room probably don't know who Quavo is. You know, so I noticed that World Peace got waived from the Lakers. He still got 7.7 million. Did y'all read that? Such a, that's, and he's going to sign with the Knicks for probably another seven. Pretty good deal for World Peace. SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds, coming to you live from SEC Media Days here in Nashville as it is Arkansas Day. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin back in the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a wide open Wednesday, folks, but we're going to talk a lot of Razorback football. And we always want to hear from you when it comes to Razorback football. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Astro Record Live fan feedback after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors. And today, since it's an Arkansas day, we're going to have an opportunity to hear from head coach Sam Pittman himself as he got to speak in front of the media today. Had some interesting topics and some interesting takes and quotes that we'll definitely uh, have some reactions to. And then... We're also going to hear from K.J. Jefferson and Landon Jackson. Had a chance to sit down with them for a one-on-one interview. and Did a little football talking, but also did a little summer talking about what they do off the field. So really good stuff that we'll have a chance to hear from them in the next segments. We also got Pat Bradley joining us in the 2 o'clock hour, thanks to Motorsports Authority. Eddie Radosevich, my guy, who... Made it to his first SEC media days, even though Oklahoma's not here just yet. But he'll join us around 2.30. Connor O'Gara will join us Saturday down south in the 3 o'clock hour. It's going to be a loaded show. But, uh, Joe, we've been excited about SEC media days, as we all know. But when it's Arkansas Day, it means a little bit more, pardon the pun. But uh, really good to hear from Coach Pittman and the players, at least so far in the main big room. Yeah, it's always interesting to hear from Coach Pittman and then the players during the off season, and last time we really heard a lot about the team was during spring football, and so now spin it forward a few months, and we're just a little time away from the season actually kicking off, so we're seeing where we are at this point before fall camp actually starts, so it is good to hear from them before fall camp starts and kind of the mindset and what they're thinking going into it. Well, there's no doubt that Arkansas is a team where if you talk to anybody here, that's in the media, whether it's uh, locally, nationally, however it's done, uh, they find Arkansas as a very intriguing team that no one's picking them to be a bad team, but no one's picking them to be a great team. People are in wait-and-see mode right now with uh, K.J. Jefferson, of course, being arguably the best quarterback in the SEC. They got Rocket, they got a lot of pieces, but they just don't really know what to make of them. And with people that I've talked to, Joe, the question that gets thrown around is what is the biggest question mark for Arkansas you know is it the secondary is it wide receiver play is it the schedule is it just the talent overall and I think that that's just a fascinating way to put it is when you look at an Arkansas football team and knowing what they have and knowing the direction that they're going to try to go this season what is that biggest question mark what is this this thing that's going to hold Arkansas back or could potentially hold Arkansas back from improving and having an even better season this year compared to last year? There are a few things. So uh, the offensive line is one, and receivers are unknown, but that seems to be a recurring theme 
we seem to be in an area that we were in the previous season and there's been some turnover so that's something that even though there is turnover there it seems to be something they can supplement and it not be a big issue so offensive line you're going to have new bodies on both tackle positions but defense is always going to be the big question for Arkansas each and every season so if we do see some more improvement then of course we spin it forward to next year maybe it won't be the biggest question but for a few years that's been the biggest question so far and then the coordinators you have different coordinators on both sides of the ball so that's a question in itself how is the offense going to gel with the new offensive coordinator and Dan Enos and then the defensive coordinator and, and the defense how are they going to gel with Travis Williams yeah because change is always mysterious especially when it comes to college football within itself uh, it, it's an ever-changing deal when it comes to you know players because obviously you get five years to play four in most cases and we know COVID's kind of thrown that off but if you have changes at the coordinator position at uh, you know in a, in a position whatever it is it's going to be some mystery behind it it's just a matter of how do people approach it are they approaching it in the way of oh this change is bad or this change isn't good looking or is it going to potentially be bad or is it some hey the program will just keep on churning regardless because i feel like with alabama for instance using them as the gold standard I, I, it didn't matter what coordinator they brought in it just seems like they would always find success with it because of the players because of the culture because of what nick saban does and sam Pittman. This is the first time he's had to make those coaching hires at the coordinator position as a head coach, where he came in with Kendall Bryles and Barry Odom, but now he's changed that. That's where I think, with kind of like we were saying, is one of the, the biggest mysteries of why people are waiting on Arkansas to say, hey, we don't know if this could be bad or good, because this is the first time he's gone out and had to make some of these hires, and we got to see how he evaluates and how these are going to work out with the personnel and the players that he actually has currently on staff. Yeah, um, but it, it's, um, it, it is the big question. And, of course, with every team, you're going to have big questions. You're going to have unknowns every year. And uh, it just seems to be more of that because of the transfer portal and some of the changes that you have with these teams and some of the losses and the way you go about replenishing the team as opposed to how it was done in the past and how it's done now. It seems to be done in, in a totally different way. Well, one of the things Arkansas is definitely going to have to change, too, uh, are, their, are their close games. Because last year we know they lost three games by a combined seven points. It seemed like every game was coming down to the wire, even games that maybe shouldn't have been in that position, but it happened that way. Like there, There's a lot of different directions to take it, but Pittman understands that. And today he even talked about the changes that he's had to make on winning these close games. Well, I think the first thing you have to uh, admit you have a problem. You know, you have to find the problem, uh, what it is. A lot of times you just look in a mirror and you found it, you know, and, and how are you going to fix it? Uh, I think the blame game is, a, is, is terrible, you know. Uh, blaming this guy, that guy, this guy, you got to look in a mirror and you got to go fix it. It's my job to fix it. Um, we worked on that a lot this spring. We worked on third and short both sides. We worked on goal line both sides. Uh, we worked on situation football. We worked on third down going for fourth down so I'll be more comfortable. And those are talking, you're talking about if we make one, will it be a difference in three points? Well, if it is, then uh, you know we would have won four more games. So all those things we're looking internally, some things that we do, schematics. But we've got to get back to physical, tough uh, football. And uh, I think we lost a game or two because we got out physical last year. Isn't that a fascinating thing when you hear close games and what can you do to change it? Because in the uh, eye of the beholder, sometimes you look at it like, hey, yeah, it's just a coin flip. Or, hey, one, one team made a play, the other team didn't, which in a lot of cases it's true. But how does one go into that to fix it? How do they make sure that they're on the winning side of it? I know Sam Pittman alluded a little bit to it, but to me that's always been one of the, the more fascinating things of teams and coaches and, and talking about working on those things. Is it just simple toughness, mental toughness, physical toughness, or is it about having players that go out and make plays in those clutch situations? Or I guess it's a hybrid of both. You can have a general plan going into it, but it is about situational football. And so those are things you practice on 
during the se- during uh, practice before the season and even still more during the season where you, you practice those situations and then when they come about in games, now you know how to execute them. But you have to take each and every game individually and then those situations may arise in some of those games and they may not. And uh, you may be deep into the season before you face one of those situations that you've really been practicing hard on. But that's why you have to keep that focus because you never know when that, that type situation will come up. And that's why it is referred to as situational football. Because Arkansas was really good at it, or at least better at it, in 2021 of winning those close games. I remember the game against Mississippi State at home where Arkansas had to have a game-winning drive to go down the field and to score a touchdown, to win. Not, not just to be put in that position, but to win. And they did it. Now, granted, Mississippi State had a chance to kick a field goal at the end to uh, retake that, or at least tie it up. Yeah, it didn't happen. But Arkansas made some plays down the stretch. Same thing even against Ole Miss. They didn't win the game, but when they were in a dire situation of getting a touchdown, K.J. Jefferson led them down the field to make those plays. And that's what they got to get back to because, you know, we know the point total of seven points in three games. Imagine how everyone feels right now or how everyone's looking at the season right now if Arkansas is coming off of a 9-3 and three regular season, possibly even a 10-win season, instead of a 7-6-6 six, six season. It changes everyone's mood right now. People are excited, more excited. They think that, oh, man, this could be the year because you got K.J. back. But that's not the case, and I think Sam Pittman understands it more so than anybody. Uh, you can be close, you can be right there, you can be competitive, but if you can't find a way to win those close games, uh, he could you know seven points away from nine wins. You could be seven points away from losing your job because that's how big of a difference it can make. Yeah, with um, w- with seven wins, there's something that going into the season you expect to be better than that. You expect to build on it and get to where you want to get to with those 10-win seasons. Now, if you have a 10-win season, of course, then expectations go up from there and you're looking to get more. But if, if you're at that 10-win season, then that's something that everybody would be happy about. But, you know, on the other side, they would expect either to stay at that level or even continue to get better than that. And that's not always the case. So, it's probably better going into it, coming off a seven-win season, trying to get to those ten wins, as opposed to coming off a ten-win season and then everybody expecting you to be at least that good, if not better, because you yeah. do have more to build on. Yeah, because, listen, we, we know that Arkansas has had some really bad years and they've had some really good years, but I think we also understand that this is a, a program it, that it's just going to be difficult to sit there and get to a point in modern college football saying, yeah, hey, you know, consistently churning out 10-win seasons at Arkansas, yeah, it's easy. You just got to get there. That's not the case. You got to find ways to be consistent, be competitive, and at least be in that mix of anywhere between 7 to 10 wins. But to say that a place like Arkansas, you can do it every single year in the same capacity that the LSUs or the Georgias or the Bamas do it, that's, that's just, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's just very unlikely. But still, you got to have a lot of hope and faith in the year, and we are getting so close to it, and it's great to have Arkansas Day today. We'll have more from Sam Pittman and also have a chance to catch up with Landon Jackson, the defensive lineman, as well as K.J. Jefferson on the other side of the break. You won't want to miss those interviews, so stay tuned here on Out of Bounds, live from SEC Media Days in Nashville. Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. This is SportsCenter. It's Arkansas's turn at SEC Media Day. Sam Pittman spoke to the media this morning. When asked how he feels the defense will improve, this was his response. Oh, I think we're going to be better on the D-line, and I think that's going to help us. We're going to be able to play a four-man front. I think we'll be a little more aggressive. Uh, we've always been trying to get man-to-man cover corners, and I think between Snacks and Nudie and Day-Day and Braxton and, and some of those guys, I think we're going to have an opportunity to play a little bit more man, which will allow us to be a little more gr- aggressive and move that front. Stay 
tuned to The Buzz for all your updates from SEC Media Days. We'll have sound from Sam Pittman, K.J. Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, Landon Jackson, and also sound from Alabama, Florida, and Kentucky's time on the stage. And the Arkansas Travelers fell to the Springfield Cardinals 7-3 last night. They'll play again tonight at 6.35. Coverage to that game will be on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Your new neighborhood car wash in Bryant is now open on Reynolds Road. Now a second splash car wash. Always drive clean with unlimited washes for only 10 bucks your first month. Nothing beats that clean car feeling. The new splash car wash, 2116 North Reynolds Road in Bryant. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings bone-in breaded, naked, smoked and grilled, or boneless in your favorite saucer rub. Is your air conditioning system ready for the heat? Middleton Heat and Air is ready to keep your home and family cool this summer. Let us check your system before it gets hot. We offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8 even on weekends. See why we install more heat and air systems in Arkansas than anyone. Call Middleton today at 501-224-4888. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> See shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley Sea agent Hunter Cornelson. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Marmel at their huge new showroom on Marmel Boulevard just off 430. Every day, we do one thing. And we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Like the Zoinks gang, Gluttony Unplugged is now on the buzz. Hey gang, we can listen to it in the mystery machine. Jingies, count me in, I love the buzz. Every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. Like Scott Romine can join our gang. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We do things around here my way. You understand that? You show me the kind of smarts. Makes me wonder if you know the difference between a sneeze and a wet fart. You're going to be second string all your life, boy. On 103.7 The Buzz. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. Out of Bounds, live from SEC Media Days here in Nashville. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. As I uh, got a lot of great stuff from Arkansas and Sam Pittman. When they, of course, were going to the podium. Got to hear from K.J. Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, and Landon Jackson. We'll play uh, a couple of those interviews with K.J. and Landon Jackson here in just a second. But uh, I know that uh, with people who are curious about Sam Pittman and uh, some of the things that he is trying to accomplish uh, as a head coach and 
going into year four, it's always a, a pretty big deal, but especially uh, being here at Media Day, which we know uh, Sam Pittman, this is, is not his first rodeo, but also talks about the fact he still gets nervous a lot of times here at SEC Media Days. Well, obviously, once you know what to expect, you know, it gets it gets easier. Um, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm still nervous about going in the big room. Um, um, I don't know why. I mean, you know, I interview all the time. But, I mean, they, they grade you and all that kind of stuff. You know, you don't want to be last. If I can get close to the bottom but not last, I'll be okay. Uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, coming on the plane, it's just an honor. You know, I'm the head coach at Arkansas. They're flying, flying us in a private plane. I'm around KJ and Rocket and, and Landon Jackson. And I'm the head coach at Arkansas. It's, uh, it's a really, really... Uh, neat deal and uh, I'm very honored to be a part of y'all's day media day so Sam Pittman Joe when he brings up being nervous it's funny I thought he was saying oh because he doesn't like talking in front of big audiences or you know being in the bright lights or whatever but uh, bringing up the fact he's like hey they they grade these guys they grade these performances and I just don't want to finish last in the whole thing (laughs) having some fun with it so I I, but again it just kind of shows the the personality of Sam Pittman right and uh just because he said that, you already know there's no way he's going to finish last because he is having fun and they realize it. And so, uh, you know, they they take that in mind and they factor that part in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they, they who people who rake these performances, if you will, it's, it's all in good fun and for good content. And uh, I think that Sam Pittman also understands that, hey, I'm the head coach at Arkansas, and that's what my main focus is. That's what I care about, but it's an honor to do that. But this is part of the job, and and it's part of well what you got to do as a head coach. And everyone has their own approach to it. There's some coaches that will, whether it's a personality or not, but be very coach speak and very bland and very monotone and very boring. And then you got some coaches that are filibuster, so that way that they don't have to get asked so many questions at times. And there's some coaches that just make the most of it and have some fun with it and maybe take a few jabs. But uh, it seems like Sam Pittman at least is pretty consistent on how he approaches media day, similar to what he approaches coaching, similar to what he approaches media back in Arkansas. Just, hey, I'm the head coach, I'm happy, I'm a football guy, but uh, I'm not here to do media days to impress anybody or to uh, have some fun and or get cool quotes put out about me. Uh, I'm just here to, to answer questions and promote the football program. He hit a few different topics also. So um, he thanked the media, first of all. So he's going to get some points for that. But he talked about different Arkansas programs and some of the successes that they've had. And then, uh, you know, mentioning the players, of course, that are there. So. He, he touched on a few different things, even some of the things that are outside of football. And so that's something that's unique in itself because some of the coaches, they do just take that approach where they, they do want to just say as, as little as possible, answer some questions, move on. Yep, and, and get out of there as quickly as possible. And uh, I know that one of the things that Sam Pimmett did say that got a lot of people laughing was, uh, he was talking about how he was on stage singing Hot Blooded with Foreigner last week, and they shut his mic off because they must have been afraid that he was going to take their job, but I have a job. So he still had some fun with it, still had some fun comments, especially when discussing his off-the-field activities during the off season. And, and even he was spontaneous in the fact that Commissioner Greg Sankey introduced him, and some of the things that Greg Sankey said in that introduction – he addressed those right away before he even got started in saying what he was going to say about the football program. Yeah, it, it, I love the I love the mentality that, of course, with Sam Pittman in that situation, but Greg Sankey kind of you know, hand, handling every coach the same way, but knowing Sam and I know the relationship that they have, uh, he understands kind of where he stands as when going up to the front and talking with the media and uh, having having some fun with him there too. But uh, we'll hear more from Sam Pittman again as the show goes on. But we had a chance to sit down with K.J. Jefferson, as we know, the best quarterback in the SEC, in my opinion, but without a doubt has an argument to be made for everybody here at SEC Media Days. Big year for him, kind of his final year. And K.J. has a lot of interesting things to say, not only what he's doing to get a, to be a better quarterback, but some of the fun things he's been doing off the field as well. Take a listen. 
Live from SEC Media Days, we're going to keep it moving with Arkansas Day today as we are now joined by a very special guest, K.J. Jefferson, the quarterback for Arkansas. K.J., appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Doing good. How are you doing? Doing good. So what's your SEC Media Days experience been like so far? Oh, it's been fun. I mean, this is my second year here doing the uh, SEC Media Days, so it's been fun. Uh, just enjoying the moment, embracing the moment. This offseason, you're going into being your third year as a starter. How has this offseason been and felt differently maybe from your previous offseasons that you've gone through? Uh, my mentality is just, just a do-or-die season for me, so I'm just putting, giving it in my all this season, make sure I'm in the best shape, make sure I'm being disciplined as far as nutrition-wise, make sure that I'm taking each and every day and approaching it with a game-day mindset. I know you're a confident guy, but there's a lot of talk around here that you're the best quarterback in the SEC. Uh, I'm going to vote you as your first-team All-SEC quarterback, but when you, when you start hearing those things and, and getting that hype, just uh, what do you make of that, and how do you balance that out to make sure you just stay focused on the task and not to read the headlines too much, if you will? I mean, you hit it right on the head. I mean, the main thing is I want to stay focused on the, on the main thing and not get too – you're not getting my focus off the main thing and getting into all the rankings and the, uh, the votes and all the things. I mean – I, I enjoy it. I mean, I watch it. I mean, I look at it. Uh, my family sends it to me all the time, whether it's SEC rankings, whether it's articles about this, different things. So, But the main thing is I want to make sure that I'm taking care of the main thing, and that's making sure that I'm putting my teammates in the best position to win, make sure that I'm doing what I have to do to make sure that Arkansas becomes a very special place. So what's the offense going to look like this year compared to different years? Because I know Dan Enos is now the offense coordinator, quarterback's coach. Just if you could – kind of describe to people how is it going to look differently from what it's been before and what people can expect this season? Uh, just approach the offense. I mean, with some spread concepts in, into the pro style. So uh, look for a lot of uh, – we're going to – I mean, we're going to scratch the ball. I mean, we're going to run the ball. We're going to throw the ball. I mean, we got we got a lot of a lot of weapons that we can do uh, schematically. Uh, and also just – Looking forward to just having fun and just everybody just embracing it and also just seeing the different changes in this, the system that we was in previous to where we're in now. You have a lot of new wide receivers, got some new tight ends. Just well, what's it been like breaking in those new guys and some of the rapport that you've built with them so far since they've been on campus? Well, it's been fun just getting in, learning those guys, uh, hearing their stories and where they come from and their journeys to lead to Arkansas. So it's been pretty fun. I mean, I've enjoyed each and every one of them. Uh, all of them love to work. Uh, just being able to get in, build timing, and also just getting in and just bonding with each other. I mean, just knowing each other, why getting, just knowing each other's personal life and stuff like that. So, I mean, that goes a long way in the college football world because, I mean, that's, at the end of the day, you're out there with your teammates, and those guys have your back just as well as you have their back. So when K.J. Jefferson's not playing football or practicing football, studying film, what does what K.J. like to do just in his spare time during the summer? Uh, shop and sleep. Shop and sleep. Shop and sleep. That's all I do, <laughs> shop and sleep. Man. So shopping wise in, I mean, is it clothes? Is it just everything in general? Everything in general. Uh, clothes, shoes. Uh, I do it all. Shop, yeah. I do it all. Okay. Uh, and also sleep. I sleep. I, Busy day, busy guy. Got to get my sleep in. Yeah. That's part of my biggest, my biggest thing to my recovery. Yeah, I probably should have slept a little bit more last night. I'm struggling <laughs> today. So yeah, but uh, and also I noticed that you know, it seems like you're a big car guy. Like, like, like you love your car, you love your vehicle, and uh, it just what kind of vehicle is it? Because I know people, a lot of people love cars, and obviously, but yeah. you got a you got a passion for it. It seems like. Uh, so I have a uh, Dodge Challenger wild body scat pack right now. Uh, 2019, and then I also have a Dodge Charger, uh, just a regular Dodge Charger I have too. So those are my two cars right now, and I'm looking on the market for something else right now. But right. my mom not telling me she's she's <laughs> being a mom right now and telling me I don't need it and all that. We'll <laughs> so, see how I go. so what's your dream car? Is there one that this you look at if you make when you make it to the NFL, make all those millions? You know, is there a car you you're like I'm gonna get that as soon as I get there? Uh, a dream car that I got. Uh. I would say probably. Uh, that's kind of hard because I really haven't just really thought so much on right. it. But I would say uh, probably a G wagon. Okay. For sure. Okay. G wagon Mercedes. G -Wagon. Okay. Okay. See, I, I like I have a truck and I like putting options on it. Like it, it's a good truck, but then I throw some things on it. So I guess you're probably somebody who likes to throw all the options on it too, all the bells yeah. and whistles. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Got to make sure it look good. Make sure you're running good. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so because when you drive around campus, everybody you know takes notice. Yeah, the, uh, yeah of course. When you're out there, so, uh, so any other passions that you have? Just uh, obviously cars. You said shopping and everything, but 
and just hanging with some of my teammates, man. Just being able to go to their house with me. We play the game. We might go out, go out to eat. Um, not too long ago, we we all went and we went bowling, and then we did um, uh, the little go karts. We went to a little go kart thing and raced on the go karts. So, I mean, just being able to just doing stuff outside of football with that bonding. I mean, it's just always a good thing to have. You a good bowler? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, bowling is not my cup of tea. I mean, yeah. I can do it, but it's like it takes a lot. It takes yeah. a lot. Is there is there a guy on the team that is really good at bowling? Like almost uh, weirdly good at bowling. <laughs> you have a couple guys that's actually pretty good at bowling. That they got a, a nice little spin to them. I say that they got a nice little spin to yeah. them. Uh-huh. So other than football, is there a sport that you're, you're really good at that you enjoy? Like that if uh, you played it, you'd be really good at it. Oh, basketball. 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 I mean, just growing up, I played basketball, football, and then I got into track my junior year of high school. Uh, went out for baseball, tried it first day, didn't like it, yeah. and then that was that. But I do want to, like, try to get into baseball, though, but okay. I don't want to get hit with the ball. Though. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to hit. Just try, at least try to hit it one time. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're good with 300-pound guys coming at you and yeah, hitting you, yeah. but a baseball, nah, yeah, that, that's where you draw the line. Nah, uh-huh. That's where you draw the line. So, because uh, in basketball, is that something you still get to do? Because I know Sam Pittman's probably like, hey, man, you know, we need you healthy yeah. all the time. But you, you still get to play. You still get to, to do it all that, right? I do. I mean, when we play basketball, they don't really be like no hardcore game. It might be like a little shoot-around, a three-point contest, or we might do a little five-on-five scrimmage with anybody out there trying to and like finna get drafted to the NBA, so yeah, right. out there, just, you know, saying taking knees on each other. So. Yeah, is it still at the hyper? Is that yeah, still where it happens? Yeah, yeah. Okay, glad that hasn't changed since I was in school. Yeah, so, yeah. well, KJ, we appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, good luck the rest of SEC Media Days, and good luck this season. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Right, that was KJ Jefferson that was joining us earlier in the day, and uh, what a great, uh, great uh, guy! Like just to talk about off the field stuff, uh, it, it is, it's funny, and this is not a bad thing against him because you got to remember, folks, if you haven't been to the media days, he gets asked questions, same questions, by about 18 million different people, and so when he was sitting down, Joe, I, I was talking to him about football. He, he was yawning a little bit. He was just like, yeah, yeah. But once you got him opening up and talking about you know, some of his passions, like the cars that he drives and uh, you know, playing basketball and all those things, he, he started smiling and pepping up a little bit. So you can tell that uh, KJ's a great football player, but there's a lot of other things in life that he really, really enjoys, which is always cool to hear from. Yeah, it, all, it always is good to hear more about the players because they, they are more than just football players. And uh, it's always interesting to hear about some of the other things they have going on and not just about being on the football field at all times. We also got to hear from Razorback defensive lineman Landon Jackson, who was a transfer from LSU a couple years ago and is poised to have a big-time season, especially with some of the body changes. He has gained a lot of weight and gained a lot of speed. So uh, let's hear from Landon Jackson and what we can expect out of him this upcoming season. We'll keep it moving here, live from SEC Media Days in Nashville, Tennessee. As we know, the Arkansas Razorbacks are going today. We have a very special guest, Landon Jackson, the defensive lineman from the Arkansas Razorbacks. And Yeah, man, it's great to have you on. So just uh, tell us, what's the experience been like so far at SEC Media Days? Oh, it's been great, getting to chop it up with a bunch of different uh, people, a bunch of different networks, and... Uh, I mean, it's it's been a fun time, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so uh, just coming into this, when uh, you got asked to go to SEC Media Days, and of course, it's uh, usually something that uh, coaches are very particular on, Yeah. what was it about what they told you, or at least what Sam Pittman told you, and why they were bringing you down here? Uh, I was actually in Florida when he called, and uh, he just said I had a phenomenal spring. He sees me having a great year, and uh, just that I need to play some of a leadership role in the season and uh, I thank the coaches for viewing me as a guy that is worthy to come to something like this so I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to be here. How have you improved as a player you feel like from last season to where you're at right now? I'd say uh, I put on a lot of size uh, I picked up some speed but me personally I feel like the mental aspect of it like being able to break down certain players and break down myself and actually be able to separate my strengths from my weaknesses and uh, being able to improve my weaknesses as well. So I feel like that's a that's a major thing that has helped me this year. And uh, overall, just 
being able to sit there and watch film and actually understand what I'm trying to watch and not just watching it is really what I think has improved me as a player. So what's it been like for this new defensive step? I know Deke Adams is obviously the D-line coach, but uh, the transition to a new defensive philosophy, what's that transition been like? Man, it's been great. Coach Williams, uh, he brings a lot of energy to the team, and I think it flows into practice, and it just makes us all kind of work harder, I guess, because makes us we're happy to be there, makes it a good time, and all around us makes it more enjoyable. Tell me about Jeff Coat, because he's a guy that a lot of people are pretty yeah. excited about the transfer. Just what have you seen from him being on the other side of you? Uh, he's a he's a phenomenal player. Dude's a, a freaky athlete. He's I'd say about the same size as me, so he has he's some size on him, and I think he's about to have a phenomenal year. So what do you do in the uh, summertime offseason when you're not doing football things? Like what what does Landon Jackson like to do? I really like to travel. I okay. do. So whenever we have a little time off, I mean this past summer I went I took a trip to Cabo. And then uh, I took a trip to Florida, I want to say two weeks ago. So I like to travel. I like to go down to the lake. I go to Lake and Hot Springs a lot. I go down to Lake, lake Greason in South Arkansas a lot. So, I mean, really just going to the lake and spending time with family. Well, see, I like the lake too. So are you just the guy that likes to sit on the lake, or do you like to do things actually on the it, lake? It really depends on the weekend. <laughs> There's some weekends where I want to go down and just – chill on the water, chill at the lake. And there's other week- weekends where I want to go down. I want to try getting better at surfing and right. stuff like that. But, I mean, it really just depends. But just being at the lake, I enjoy it. It's a it's a relaxing environment. Yeah. Well, so when you said you went to Cabo, was, it, was that your first time or have you been was, several times? I've been to Cancun before that, but I've never been to Cabo. And it was actually a, a whole different experience than what I was thinking. Really? You know? Okay. Yeah. No, it, it reminded me a lot of like a kind of like a South California type deal, you know? Yeah. Which makes sense since it is connected to that part of California. But no, it was gorgeous. I loved it out there. Yeah, was it an all-inclusive resort type of place? Yeah, type yeah. Of deal too. Uh, me and my fiance now, we, okay. we weren't at the time. But, oh, yeah. Uh, we went We went out there and we stayed in an all-inclusive resort. We did uh, like a camelback riding tour, but stuff like that. So it was a good time. Well, since you brought up, first, congrats on your engagement Thank you. and everything. So uh, yep. I, how, what's that like? Because, you know, we think about college kids, yeah. you know, focus on football, focus on studies and everything. Uh-huh. A lot of guys are just single or if they aren't, but, you know, making, having an engagement and uh-huh. being, uh, having a fiance, what's it been like as a football player and as a student athlete? Man, she's a, she's a great girl. So yeah, I, when, when you know it's the right one, you got to pop the question and, She's kept my head on straight throughout college and throughout our whole relationship, and I think she makes me a better person. And so I'd say two weeks ago we were in uh, Florida, mm-hmm. and I popped the question, and it was it's great. That's awesome. So how did you all meet? Did you meet at Arkansas or no, did you meet we, somewhere we else? No, we met in high school. Oh, wow. Okay, so, so high school sweethearts. Yep, yeah. it was uh, about the end of my sophomore year, I'd say. Okay, so you have, have you planned out like where the wedding's going to be? How yeah, it's already it's already scheduled. Wow, <laughs> yeah. wow! So you've been yeah. on top of it. Okay, yeah, April sixth uh, in Fayetteville next year. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome, man. So, well, uh, Landon, we really appreciate you joining yeah, us, and it's good to, good to have you here, and good luck this season, man. Yes, uh, we're going to be checking you out for sure. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. Really cool to hear from Landon Jackson, the defensive lineman for Arkansas. And how about that, Joe? Engagement, getting married, and having it all go down in his final year as a student athlete uh, at Arkansas. How cool is that? That was something else that Coach Sam Pittman mentioned when he was kind of going through things about the players, when he mentioned about K.J. Rocket, and then when he got to Landon Jackson. That was something that he was really excited about. Yeah, yeah, and you can tell that Landon's definitely excited about it, and we're excited to keep it moving here on Out of Bounds Live from SEC Media Days in Nashville. We'll take a break and come back with What's Trending in the World of Sports, presented by West Rock Coffee. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. Sports fans and trivia fans, listen up. Brewskies is bringing sports trivia to Thursday nights. Every Thursday at 7 p.m., come play sports trivia at the best sports bar in town. 22-ounce draft beer specials and two-dollar Plinko shots keep you from being thirsty, with plenty of pub grub options to keep you from being hungry, too. Arrive early and take advantage of the happy hour specials and stick around after trivia for the Thursday night karaoke party. So come check out all the new sports trivia every Thursday at 7 p.m. at Brewskies, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Honey, let's pull in here and look at some cars. That sounds good. 
What brings you down to Bryant? Hey, here's my car. What are we looking for today? Here's my car. Come Want inside. to take a test drive? Ever pull into a dealership and feel like you're in a feeding frenzy? On Shark Week? It's not that way at Watney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Watney's sales team is big on product knowledge and low on pressure. Summer's here, and with 2023 Sierra at just 0.9%, you're going to need a bigger boat. Double down with an additional $12.50 off with eligible trade. Plus, take a bite out of your vacation budget with no payments for the rest of the summer. This dealership really feels like we're on Shark Week. Yeah, and we don't have a shark cage. We're headed to Guatney Buick GMC. Guatney Buick GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guatney Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas and Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing. Under. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership, but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Oh, man. Talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just, just committed suicide. Shut up, man. On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle you want to get to Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Get up to $7,000 off new 2023 Silverados. 1.9% is available on new Silverados when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. 1.9% is available on 2023 Equinox also, and no payments for the rest of the summer. So make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guatneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. Get a deal started on GuatneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And if you need a service, they can take care of you there with convenient service hours throughout the week. 
Also Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guatney Chevrolet, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. It's Out of Bounds, live from SEC Media Days here in Nashville. John Neighbors and Joe Franklin, as you know, uh, we'll have an opportunity to hear more from Sam Pittman. He met with media, and then if you missed, of course, in the previous segment, played back some interviews that we had with K.J. Jefferson and Landon Jackson. Uh, and just uh, really cool stuff, getting to know them on a, on a personal level and, and what they uh, enjoy doing. Uh, I also thought it was funny, Joe, speaking of K.J., how he says he, his, his hobbies or his passions or things he loves to do, he loves to shop. He loves to shop, and he loves to sleep. I was like, man, hey, listen. That's a great life there. Yeah. Shopping, sleeping, and playing football. Yeah, I mean, what could be more? And, and it's not just like, oh, shopping for clothes or shopping for shoes. He's like shopping for everything. And uh, I didn't have a chance to play, but I asked him afterwards, uh, is, is it is it online shopping or shopping in person? Because, you know, uh, there's there's two different ways to go about doing it. And he says he, he, likes, to, he likes to go shop in person because he likes to look and feel and see all the stuff that he's going to be getting. So uh, malls across America will be staying open for a long time as long as K.J. Jefferson is around. <laughs> he, he, uh, he loves to go and see it in person. He probably gets a share of online shopping also. Um, certain, you know, if it's outside of clothes, but that's understandable. Clothes, you, you do want to kind of still do some of that in person. Can you believe his mom's giving him a hard time about getting a third vehicle? I mean, come on, Mom. What do you mean Not, he doesn't need a third vehicle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, moms, they're going to they're gonna stay on top, on top of you anyway, and they always want what's best, and if she doesn't feel like that's what's best right now, then, of course, she's going to voice that. Well, as we know, Joe, this old saying, Mama knows best. And so she, she's always going to make sure she keeps it all uh, in check for KJ. So he, he had some fun with that, too. And, if, and, folks, again, if you missed those interviews, uh, you can always go, of course, and listen to us wherever podcasts are found. And we're also doing our live stream on YouTube and on Facebook and on Twitter on 1037 social media accounts. You can go back and watch us live uh, for the entire show if you missed those interviews, too. But. There are a lot of other things going on in the world of sports, so let's dive into What's Trending. What's Trending in the World of Sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? I feel like we got to do a daily update, it would seem, on the Northwestern situation with Jay Fitzgerald. Uh, but we do have a new update where civil rights attorney Ben Crump said his law firm and other attorneys have received reports of hazing within Northwestern University's athletic program impacting not only the football team, but also baseball and softball teams. Uh, which, of course, as we know, they fired Pat Fitzgerald football and also fired their baseball coach. And it's been going on for quite some time, running all the way back to 2013, where there was actually a running back saying that players were put into a culture where sexual violence and hazing were running rampant, as well as a second lawsuit has been done by an anonymous player alleging the same things. So this is just continuing to pile on for Northwestern, not only the football program, Joe, but also the entire athletic program. It, yeah, um, it, it's a story that we continue to get more and more details on, and there's probably going to be a lot more to come. Oh, yeah. And also in NFL news, uh, deal with the New York Jets, actually. Uh, we know Aaron Rodgers and Hard Knocks and all that fun stuff's going to be coming around. Well, wide receiver Denzel Mims, he's not going to be coming around. He was a second-round selection back in 2020. Never gained traction, really, with the Jets and the current coaching staff. But he has been officially informed that he will be waived if he is not traded, a source confirmed to ESPN. And, of course, for those who may not remember, Mims is the one who requested a trade a year ago. And uh, it didn't happen for him. So it looks like they're finally departing or trying to find ways to move on from Denzel Mims and the New York Jets. Well, it was Mims, Elijah Mitchell, and uh, so there there were, or is it Elijah Mitchell? 
No, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Mims, Elijah Moore, and uh, we know that the Jets brought in plenty of receivers, so you had to move some people out. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm fine with it. It's fine. I mean, I wish him nothing but the best, but uh, as a Jets fan, it'll it'll be okay. And uh, that's my team, but your team, Joe, how about this? Steelers' Alex Highsmith signs a four-year, $68 million extension, and he will make over $27.7 million in guaranteed and $38 million over the first two years of the deal. So Alex Highsmith getting paid in Pittsburgh. That was a big question going into this upcoming training camp and so they got it done before even getting there but he was the subject of trade rumors and not from the Steelers but from people on the outside saying that if they didn't necessarily want to extend him right now it may be the opportunity to go ahead and get some good things in return for him because he did perform well on the field last season but it's good to see that they wanted to keep him and the production speaks for itself he's on on one side and T.J. Watt is on the other side, so you have some bookend defensive ends to get to the quarterback. And also dealing with uh, different types of lawsuits but still sports-related, Tiger Woods' former girlfriend has dropped a $30 million lawsuit that she had against the 15-time uh, major champion estate. This is according to court documents by the New York Post. said the dismissal, dismissal of the lawsuit from Erica Herman was filed on June 29th pending her appeal of a judge's decision that she must abide by the 2017 non-disclosure agreement she uh, signed with Tiger Woods. And that looks like it's going to end up being the case. So that's why uh, the legal system's got to play out the way it does, Joe. That's why they have it in court. That's why they have attorneys and, and people like this where uh, this was a deal with the lawsuit, but... It's uh, being dropped, and both parties are just going to move on in their separate ways. Oh, it's being dropped because she got something from it. It's not just <laughs> being dropped just because. What? You're kidding me? You think they think that there's some sort of thing that happened where they both benefited or at least were able to move on from it that quickly? Come on. Yeah, yeah. That she just woke happens. up one day and said, you know what? I'm in the wrong here. Never yep, mind. Yep. I don't want anything. Yeah, who needs who needs thirty million? I I don't need a dime. I'm good to go. That's that's just how I feel, and that's how it's gonna work. No, that never happens. But we'll have some other headlines too. But we're up against it. Got to take a top of the hour update when we come back. More out of bounds and Pat Bradley. Be joining us thanks to Motorsports Authority. You won't want to miss that. So stay tuned on Out of Bounds live from SEC Media Days in Nashville. Oakwan Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival Rock City Margarita Festival, Saturday, July 22nd. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for more. Have you been outside recently and you have that pain in your back or your shoulder, maybe even in your knee? Well, why don't you get rid of it? Take your life back. Go check out my friends over at QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. You know, I had a 